Career Disruptors is the podcast for senior managers who are not afraid to challenge the status quo, who challenge assumptions, and who push the boundaries and love shattering conventional wisdom. I'm Coach Caroline DeKimper, empowering professionals to build a personal brand that gives them the confidence they need to go after the career they want and deserve. This episode is the audio recording of a video or live stream because I know that many of you just love to listen to the juicy content. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Hey guys, it's Caroline, career and leadership coach. And today I want to talk about starving your inner critic. And the reason I think this is so important to talk about this is because two weeks ago, I had a conversation with one of my clients. Uh, She is a middle manager and she was ready to quit her job and to start looking for something else. And the advice I gave her helped her change her mind, reframe everything and actually change the situation. So I thought I want to share with you what happened and uh, how important it is to bust her own stories. So what happened was that she was assigned to a high visibility project. Now, it wasn't the first time that in a role that she had important key projects. Uh, She has been with the company for four and a half years, so has an established reputation. So in this project, she had to work with all the senior stakeholders, executive stakeholders uh, to make this work. Anyway, one of the things that started happening was her boss questioning her about that project questioning what was going on the status pointing out all the gaps or it was really micromanaging her on that project and this was driving her insane and not an insane in terms of really getting annoyed Uh, of course she got annoyed but insane in terms of like it was actually feeding her insecurity so she started to feel very insecure about herself about her capability she was triple checking everything working crazy hours just to make sure everything was perfect because she was so scared that her boss was questioning it so when she and I we spoke she was like my boss is trying to push me out she had enough she's not valuing me she's not trusting me why is she asking all this question I have to jump ship I can't take this anymore I and she started to build up this story about her value and her trust and like that was broken like and she didn't know what she had done and blah 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 whole story kept her kept her up at night kept her on the edge all the time kept her really unhappy and disempowered in her job so the trigger here was that her boss was asking her questions. The emotional reaction that she had was self-doubt and basically had led to not sleeping very well at night, not eating and eating the wrong foods, being cranky with her family. Like it had really strong consequences. And besides all of that, she still had a high visibility project to deliver on. So the stress was really like very high and really like very tense for her. So she just didn't know what to do. She was ready to throw in the towel, enough is enough. Now, when she came with this story to me, a couple of things. Like, I like to always play devil's advocate. That's my job as a coach. So I asked her, like, first of all, I said, do you like your company? 
that you work for? She said, yeah, the company is great. The mission is great. They actually have like a, a strategy or the, a direction that I believe in. I said, okay, all right. Okay, the people are great, blah, blah, blah. Great, great, great. So salary was good. Position was good. I said, do you like your job? Yes, yes. I love the project and the high visibility projects that I've exposure for uh, to uh, the career development that I have inside the company. I said, oh, great, great, great. I said, before this happened and before this last couple of weeks, months, I said, did you have a good relationship with your boss? She said, yeah, absolutely amazing. Like I could go with her for anything and ask her anything. I said, oh, right, right, right said, what's changed? She said, I don't know, like my boss doesn't like me. And what happened? She made it all about her. And I said, like, ho, ho, stop. Let's actually rewind. Something happened. And something that might not be related to you, but something happened. I said, like, can you just backtrack and maybe schedule a conversation with your boss and actually just ask that those questions? Have you done that? She said, no, I haven't. I haven't thought about that because I... I was so stuck in like they want to push me out and I have to really prove myself that everything is going fine and that I'm in control of everything that I forgot about even asking the question. So what she did, she went to her boss, had a conversation that we kind of scripted with her boss. And as a result, what had happened with that project is the previous high visibility project that she was on and this one were actually managed by a board member or the board member was like really involved, had really stakes in, in, the, uh, in the projects and was asking her boss a lot of shitloads of questions. And her boss was caught off guard two times in board meetings, which made her, her boss, feel very, very like insecure and very inadequate because she didn't have the answers. And so basically that was the reason. It had nothing to do with my client, nothing. But my client was making up this whole story. And so when she told me, we actually put an action plan together on how to move forward. So which meetings, which reporting she could in place, put in place to actually give her boss the right information she needed to go back to that board member. So simple solution. Don't need to quit your job. Your relationship isn't destroyed. It's not about you. You're not trustworthy. You're not incapable. You don't have to start self-guessing yourself and so on. So that was a story that she was building up, which in her mind was so true, which was have, having really significant consequences, like not sleeping, not eating well. Like, and I see this all the time, guys. I see people overeating, stressing out, burning themselves out because they're in situations at work because they build up this story in their head. And so sometimes, actually, most of the time, you have to start being the story buster for yourself, of your own life, of your own leadership. Because those, those stories are holding you back. Because imagine, like, if I didn't coach her or if she didn't have that awareness and a chat with me, so it was a, a really chain reaction of, of situations, 
But if she, if we didn't have that, and she would have just like quit her job or just like have being very defensive and the relationship with her boss would be tarnished. And like all the consequences are she would have left and, and being disgruntled. She would have all that baggage with her um, moving into the next organization. So it's all these things that need to be resolved first. And often it is not about you. So it is really good to come from a curiosity mindset, to ask questions in a way that aren't aggressive, but assertive, and that actually just give another, empower the other person and find a solution for that situation. Now, in some situation, I've had clients where there is an egocentric boss or a narcissistic boss or whatever, and you have those situations also. But if your boss suddenly changes over because it might be more responsibilities that they have or it might be they have new bosses or questions or whatever, like come from a place of compassion. Be mindful of the situation. Don't build a story around your capability, your worth. You're not good enough. You you like have to doubt all the decisions and second guess yourself and triple check everything. It's not about you. Just figure out what 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 needs to change. And I want to read you guys a story that I love, love, love. And it's about, some of you might actually know it, and I'm going to read it. So you might, um, uh, because I don't, I want to do it justice, uh, the story. And it's about the wolf you feed, and some people might know it, but it's a story that really strikes me and that I want to share with you and I share with a lot of people also. So, here we go. So a traditional American Indian story featured a young uh, Cherokee, Cher Cherokee boy uh, who once became annoyed that another boy had done him some injustice. After running home, the young boy expressed his frustration to his grandfather. The old Cherokee, the chief, said to his grandson, I too, at times, have felt a great hatred for those who have taken so much with no sorrow for what they do. Hatred wears you down, and hatred does not hurt your enemy. Hatred is like taking poison and wishing your enemy would die. I have struggled with these emotions many, many, many times. It's as though a fight is continuously going on inside me. It's a terrible fight, and it is between two wolves. One wolf is good and does no harm. He's filled with joy, humility, and kindness. He lives in harmony with everyone around and does not take offense when no offense was intended. He will only fight when it is right to do so and in the right way. The other wolf is full of anger, envy, regret, greed, and self-pity. The littlest thing will set him off into a fit of temper. He fights everyone all the time and for no obvious reason. When blinded by his anger and hatred, he does not have a sound mind. It is helpless anger because his anger will change nothing. It is hard to live with these two wolves inside me. Those two wolves are constantly fighting to control my spirit. The young man, young man, the same fight is going on inside you and inside every other person on this earth. The grandson thought about it for a moment and then asked his grandfather, 
Which wolf will win inside you, Grandpa? And the old chief smiled and replied, The one I feed will win. And that story just strikes me time and time again. It's like you always have a positive. It's the story of the angel and the devil. It's like, to who, which one do you listen most? And this is the same story, but I love this, uh, this, this story, even though I probably didn't do it justice. <laughs> um, but I love this story because it is all about like you create this negative, you're feeding the wrong wolf in your head. And it's, it's really like enabling you to look for any further than your own, your, just your own world. And you, you be blinded almost with the conclusions that, that you, that you make. And here's the thing, like, um, two weeks ago I did, um, with the group that I'm leading the leadership training with, I did a, a, a training sessions about triggers and your emotions. So this is part of emotional intelligence. And it's about what triggers you will actually set off immediately a reaction, emotional reaction. And that emotional reaction will set off basically an action and that action will be consequently have, have a result. So, you it's it's always good to to look at okay what action do 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 i do i have at the moment like how are people treating me how are people talking to me perceiving me and so on and then work backwards like to see actually what is the underlying thought what is what is triggered in you what's the emotional trigger uh that the emotion that's triggered uh, um, as a cause of that situation because you want to work backwards to actually be become aware of your thoughts because those will actually help you to accelerate in your career or keep you blocked i can promise you like so many of my clients it's not about the strategy i teach them because the strategy is a strategy like it's all about the mindset and how they actually respond instead instead of react how defensive they are or how open they are how 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 receptive they are to change their mind and to see the things from a different angle but still be authentic and assertive so it's not about being like uh, being a person that's been walked all over. It's about becoming more of you and understanding your place in 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 the world and at work and also in in your life to understand like all the dynamics and how they work and how you fit in without actually dodging constantly where you need to go or being very careful, or mindful, or being too. Um, to set, putting up a performance at work because you're scared to show who you really are because you're scared that they might not like you. It's all these stories that we build up and these layer of pro, layers of programming that we have put upon us because that's that's what we do. That's what I do. It, but the, the key is to identify them and to be aware of them. And once you are aware of something, you have the power to change it. You don't have to if you don't want to, but you have the power and the choice. The worst thing that can happen is when people run on autopilot and when they're not aware of what they're doing and then they're just like, oh, what do I do? Well, how did that this happen? 
So it's very important for you to get an understanding of yourself and how you're actually just evolving um, as a person if you want to evolve and if you want to evolve in your leadership. So um, I hope this inspired you and I hope that this story, um, because I really like this story, so I, I hope this story really inspired you. Um, if you came across this video and we're not connected on LinkedIn, reach out, connect with me. I'm all about connecting with more people and expanding my network. Uh, the more people I'm connected to, the more lives and careers I can help transform. Uh, if you really enjoyed what I've said and the story that I told you, give me a thumbs up it's always good to have engagement and feedback from you guys that this is something that you want to hear more of and so i can actually can keep on producing this content knowing that people appreciate it <laughs> and people like it um, and if you say like look caroline i want to work with you i want to see how i can develop my leadership skills and take them from where they are to the next level and want i want to stop being in my own way because this is what we often do get in our own way um, i definitely can help you uh, my leadership program that I run, uh, that I currently run is six weeks. So it's a leadership intensive training. And it's really about three key pillars. And the first key pillar is really understanding your leadership blueprint, understanding your leadership style, your strengths, your, your, your values, what comes in and really understanding like how we can work with emotional triggers to make sure that you know how to manage them and respond to them so that they don't get in your way second blue the second thing is creating a leadership brand now leadership brand for me it's really important um, everybody has a personal brand uh, whether you like it or not uh, most people have a personal brand by default um, they don't even think about it consciously because they shy away from oh, I think it's self-marketing and don't want to do that um, but you you have one whether you like it or not and most middle managers that I work with or senior managers, they are stuck in their career, whether they want to step up on the, in the corporate ladder or whether they actually want to just stay where they are and have more visibility and be heard more and increase their influence and impact that way. Uh, there's a lot, a lot of people that I work with that are just looking to have the next level in their career by expanding their 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 impact and it's really shifting their personal brand to a leadership brand because leadership brand if you really embrace that then you're going to boost your executive presence and you're going to be able to influence uh, those leaders and those executives that you or those stakeholders so you're going to increase your general influence because you have that so leadership brand is the second pillar and the third pillar is all about stepping into your greatness so it's like understanding that that yes, you can be a great stakeholder manager and building great relationships, but that is not enough, my friends. It is really important that you know how to convert those relationships into alliances, because if you don't know how to make that conversion and how to really fit in and, and really use politics to your advantage, you're just going to stay at a certain level and you really, your career is going to be stagnant and you're not going to move forward or sideways or whatever you want to do or expand because you just don't have the right uh, the right connection 
connections to to make that happen so those are the three pillars so if you're interested in that like book a chat with me it's a 15 minutes call we're just going to talk about like okay what is your current situation what do i uh what does working with me look like and we will uh, work on like how we can actually create a strategy that works for you. So um, if that is of interest, I will pop a link below this video, go and check it out. And otherwise, um, I will hope hopefully see you guys very soon. And thank you very much. Bye. Hope you enjoyed this episode of the Career Disruptors podcast. If you did, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. And if you want to take the next step in your career and you want to discover how I can help you, head over to my website, newhorizoncoaching.com.au and discover how we can work together or download any of my free resources. Thanks again and I'll connect with you on the next episode.